What is up, everybody? This is your boy, Kyle. Welcome to the Anime Vita Podcast. I am super excited to bring you the first episode of a two-episode series going along with the upcoming fall 2020 anime. Whoop, whoop. I am super excited for it. I hope you are too. So to my veteran anime viewers, this is your opportunity. Grab a pen, grab a pad, grab your phone, take some notes, check out the titles for some upcoming anime that interest you. Especially for the people who are just now getting into anime, kudos to you, super excited for you. Maybe you're still checking out some of the Golden Age classics, maybe that I recommended in the last video, or maybe some others. But if you're looking to get into some 2020 actions that you can keep up with your fellow anime brothers and sisters, this is a really good time to write down some really hyped up shows, or maybe just some shows that you've find interesting based on their synopsis so this is going to be a little bit of a longer episode so i'm not going to waste any time so let's get to it so first off we have uh higurashi nonaku koroni which is also known as when they cry so just in case you didn't know this this is going to be a remake of the very famous show when they cry now just so you know the genres for this is mystery dementia horror psychological supernatural and thriller well in case you didn't get it from those uh (laughs) those genre titles this is going to be a crazy mad watch i personally haven't watched this show yet um, but I'm actually really looking forward to watching the remaster because honestly, you know, if it's going to be a really good remaster, I may just watch that instead of the older one. This is very famous. Um, I personally have a big taste for kind of darker anime and stuff like that. And this has been on my watch list forever. So I'm super excited for this. So to break it down for you, uh, Kichi uh, Mabara has just moved to, to the quiet little village of Hinamizawa in the summer of 1983 and quickly becomes inseparable or quickly becomes inseparable friends with schoolmates Reina Ryugu, Mion Sonozaki, Sadako Hojo, and Rika Furide. However, darkness lurks underneath the seemingly idyllic life they lead. As the village prepares for its annual festival, Kichi learns about the local legends surrounding it. To his horror, he discovers that there have been several murderers and disappearances in the village in recent years, and that they all seem to be connected to the festival and the village patron god, Oyashiro. Kichi tries to ask his new friends about these incidents, but they are surprisingly silent and refuse to give him the answers he needs. As more and more bizarre events occur, he wonders just what else his friends might be keeping from him, and if he can even trust them at all. When madness and paranoia begin taking root in Kichi's heart, he will stumble straight into the mysteries at work. This is a story told across multiple arcs. Now, guys, this right here just sounds... Oh, my goodness. That kind of mystery, terror psychological feel is absolutely oh it's probably going to be maddening this thing is probably going to be crazy now i will go ahead and tell you i have seen some footage from when they cry like the older version and uh holy cow like there are there are some scenes that i saw this is not going to be for a young audience i'm throwing that out there 
Um, and there was this scene where this person like had they like held this guy's hand down and like drove what looked to be kind of like a syringe needle, not like a nail, but like a syringe needle. They were driving it like up under the fingernails all the way into the finger. And oh my gosh, like you talk about sending shivers down my spine, like cut it off, cut it off, get it away. It's going to be crazy. Oh my goodness. This is going to be an absolutely mad series. Um, I, I it's whoo. <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's kind of up my alley. So I <laughs> will definitely be watching this. I'm excited for it. Uh, so if that interests you, that is going to be When They Cried, the remake. Next up, we have Fumetsu no Anatai, also known as To Your Eternity. Uh, this one looks like it's going to be running for 20 episodes. It's still set for fall 2020. Um, and the synopsis for this is, uh, it is or it, a mysterious immortal being, is sent to the earth with no emotions nor identity. However, it is able to take the shape of those around that have strong um, impetus. At first, it is a sphere. Then it imitates the form of a rock. As the temperature drops and snow falls atop the moss, it inherits the moss. When an injured lone wolf comes limping by and lays down to die, it takes on the form of the animal. Finally, it gains consciousness and begins to traverse the empty tundra until it meets a boy. The boy lives alone in a ghost town, which the adults abandoned long ago in search of the paradise said to exist far beyond the endless sea of white tundra. However, their efforts were for naught, and now the boy is in critical state. Acquiring from the boy, it sets off on a never-ending journey in search of new experiences, places, and people. This one sounds pretty interesting. Um, I'm kind of intrigued to see what this is all about. Um, you know, I, I watched, uh, I've, I've watched a lot of different shows and like his kind of, this kind of power or whatever, whatever it is kind of reminds me of, uh, reincarnated as a slime, uh, with Rimuru's ability to basically absorb things. And, you know, Rimuru could absorb it and gain the power of it. Well, this thing just seems to be taking on the form, um, while keeping its own identity. So this sounds interesting. Um, if this you know speaks out to you, definitely write this down. Again, this is To Your Eternity. Next up, this is one that, man, people have been waiting on forever. And that would be Jujutsu Kaisen. The genres for, for Jujutsu Kaisen are action, horror, demons, supernatural, school, and shonen. Now, before I even get into the synopsis of this, I've been hearing about Jujutsu Kaisen for forever, it feels like now. Man, fan people or fans of the series have been commenting all over YouTube, various platforms, talking about, we need an anime for Jujutsu Kaisen. We need an anime for Jujutsu Kaisen. The biggest fans of it are already saying it's going to be anime of the year when it comes out because it's going to be something brand new and fresh. This is a very, very popular one done by Shonen Jump for the manga. Oh, man. And the fact that Studio Mappa is doing this too? Holy cow. The visuals are going to be awesome. And, and from everything I hear, as long as they stay to the source material, this is going to be an incredible watch. I am incredibly looking for it. But let me give you the synopsis real quick. So Jujutsu Kaisen synopsis. In a world where demons feed on, unsus on unsuspecting humans, fragments of the legendary feared demon Ryumin uh, Sukuna 
were lost and scattered about. Should any demon consume Sukuna's body parts, the power they gain could destroy the world as we know it. Fortunately, there exists a mysterious school of jujutsu sorcerers who exist to protect the precarious existence of the living from the undead. Yuji Itadori is a high schooler who spends his days visiting his bedridden grandfather. Although he looks like your average teenager, his immense physical strength is something to behold. Every sports club wants him to join, but Itadori would rather hang out with the school outcasts in the occult club. One day, the club manages to get their hands on a sealed cursed object, but little do they know the terror they will unleash when they break the seal. Whew, that by itself sounds stinking amazing. <laughs> Gosh, you know, I, I have no idea what to expect. Honestly, uh, no joke, I read a lot of manga, and I actually have this manga downloaded already. Um, I'm probably going to wait on reading it just so I can get a taste of the show. But this is one, guys. I am just me throwing out my personal opinions. This is one of my most anticipated watches of the fall 2020 or even of 2020 period. When I found out this was getting an anime, I got really, really excited, just especially for the fans who have been waiting for this for what feels like a long time. But I'm excited for it. Hope you are, too. That is Jujutsu Kaisen. So next up, we have Tonikaku Kawaii. I believe it's kawaii. I think it's how you say that. Um, so it is, its genres are going to be comedy, romance, and shonen. Um, its uh, English name, of course, is subject to change, is Fly Me to the Moon. Having grown up ridiculed for his bizarre name, Nasa Yuzaki strives to be remembered for something more. Fortunately, it seems he's on the right path, ranking first in the nation's mock exams and set to enter his high school of choice. However, everything changes in a single night when he notices a girl across the street on his way home. Enraptured by her overwhelming cuteness, it's love at first sight for Nasa. But in his in infatuated days, he fails to notice the approaching danger, speeding down the road and finds himself at death's door. Barely alive thanks to the girl's uh, intervention, Nasa musters the courage to confess his love to her. Fearing she might otherwise vanish from his life, she accepts his proposal on one condition, marriage, to which Nasa gladly accepts before passing out from his injuries. Upon waking, however, the girl is nowhere to be found. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have to stop and just laugh at that. You get hit by a vehicle. And then look at her. I love you. And she accepts the love, only saying, you got to marry me. And he's like, of course. And then she's gone. What the heck? Anyway, continuing. <laughs> After recovering from his injuries, Nasa tosses his previous ambitions aside and dedicates his life to finding the girl that captured his heart. Yet several years pass to no avail. But one night, when an unexpected visitor comes knocking on his door, Nasa finds himself facing a woman that would forever change his world his wife. What the heck did I just read? <laughs> this sounds crazy. <laughs> like what? I'm probably going to watch this just because that sounded hilarious. Now, I don't even, uh, I, oh my goodness. I don't even, I mean, I know comedy was in the name. So, I mean, I, I, comedy was one of the genres. So I have to give it that because I'm already laughing. <laughs> That sounds wild. So if that sounds like any kind of fun to you, that is Fly Me to the Moon. Next, we have Hanyo no Yashime 
Sengoku Otogizoshi. That's butchered. <laughs> the genres for this are action, adventure, comedy, historical, demons, and supernatural. Now, that's a very long title to give you the English name, Yashihime, Princess Half Demon. This is the spinoff of Inuyasha. So if you're an Inuyasha fan, this is for you. The daughters of... Now, see, this is where my Inuyasha fans are going to kill me. The daughters of Sesohamaru and Inuyasha set out on a journey transcending time. In feudal Japan, half-demon twins Toa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forest fire. While desperately searching for her younger sister, Toa wanders into a mysterious tunnel that sends her into present-day Japan, where she is found and raised by Kagomi Higurashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Ten years later, the tunnel that connects the two eras has reopened, allowing Toa to be reunited with Setsuna, who is now a demon slayer working for Kohaku. But to Toa's shock, Setsuna appears to have lost all her memories of her older sister. Joined by Moroha, the daughter of Inuyasha and Kagome, the three young women travel between the two eras on an adventure to regain their missing past. Seems interesting. It probably would mean a lot more to me have I watched Inuyasha, but I haven't yet. I really need to. And honestly, I'm probably going to let this one sit until I watch Inuyasha because this would be a great you know, sequel series to go watch. So that's Yashihime Princess Half Demon. Next, we are going to check out Ikebukuro Westgate Park. This one is mystery, drama, and romance. Living in an area known for its juvenile crime, 21-year-old Makoto is a friend of King, the leader of a youth gang called the G-Boys. That's a unique name. Though he himself does not want to join as a member. Known for his cool head and ability to get things done, Makoto becomes a key troubleshooter for the gang by defusing tense situations and keeping his friends out of harm's way. However, the death of his girlfriend and an escalating turf war with a rival gang threaten to be more than Makoto can handle. All right, that seems pretty cool. Makoto seems like a guy that's, you know, just a chill dude that's like, hey, bros, let's all get along. You know, that's pretty much going to be what this sounds like to me, but... You know, the death of his girlfriend seems like a tragic event. And then, you know, just more stress adds on with escalating turf war between rival gangs. That seems pretty wild. Um, seems like an interesting little ride. But if you're into that kind of gang style stuff, this kind of, I don't know if this is going to be anything like it, but this kind of reminds me a little bit of, I guess, a setting for like do da da da, just with the different gangs and stuff like that. I, I doubt this compared to do da da, but I might be like pleasantly surprised. So, who knows? That is IWGP, also known as Ikibukuro Westgate Park. So next we have Adachi to Shimamura. This is going to be a slice of life romance school and shoujo. The second floor to the gym. This was where we always met. It was class time, but of course, there wasn't any classes going on in a place like this. This is where Shimamura and I became friends. We hung out here talking about TV shows and cooking playing some ping pong, this is where we fostered our friendship. Keeping my head propped against the wall, I let out a small sigh. What was this feeling? Yesterday, I dreamt of me and Shimamura kissing myself about. But really, it's not like that. 
It's just that she hears the word friend, and I want her to think of me first. That's all. So I guess that that synopsis was actually probably taken from the light novel this is being adapted from. So this right here kind of just seems interesting. It looks like um, this is kind of going to be a high school kind of romance um, style show. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to say besides this one. You know, that's just kind of an empty synopsis right there. Um, but this seems kind of interesting. But if you uh, this kind of sounds interesting to you, this is Adachi uh, Toshimamura. So next, we have Kamisama ni Natahi. Or ni Natahai. It's one of the two. <laughs> All right. This is being done by Studio PA Works, um, which is a pretty good studio from everything I've seen them do. It's going to be drama and fantasy. At the end of last summer vacation of high school, Yota Narukami uh, spends his days preparing for the university entrance exams. When a young girl named Hina suddenly appears proclaiming herself as the god of omniscience, Yota is confused and does not believe Hina when she tells him the world will end in 30 days. After witnessing Hina's godlike predictive ability, Yota begins to believe her powers are real. Hina, who is innocent and childlike despite her supernatural powers, decides for some reason to stay at Yota's home. Thus begins the start of their lively summer before the end of the world. Yeah, that's, you know what, that seems kind of interesting um, for sure. Just because, you know, it's like, man, the world's going to end in 30 days. Not that I'm like that. I'm sure Shimamura isn't either. It's not even something worth repeating. You know, I, I I wonder if this show is going to be really serious, focused toward how do we stop it? What do we do? I would I would almost hate to see this show be one where it's like, we only have 30 days to live. What are we going to do to make the most of our time we have left? If that's going to be the case, I'm going to freaking cry like a baby when I watch this thing. But if you're interested in this show, this is... Uh, uh, Kamisama ni Natahi, or the English would be the day I became a god. Next up, we have Kimi to Boku no Saigo no Senjo Aroiwa Sekai ga Hajimaru Saisen. That's a long name, <laughs> Ted Gum. Uh, most most of those longer name ones are adapted from uh, light novels, which this one is. And the genres for this are action, military, romance, and fantasy. The English title is going to be Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. I know English titles are always subject to change, but it's either going to be Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. Um... The synopsis is, a great war has raged for years between the, the scientifically advanced empire and Nebulus, the realm of witches, until the youngest knight ever to receive the title of the emperor's strongest meets the princess of the rival nation. Though they are sworn enemies, the knight is taken by her beauty and dignity, and the princess is moved by his strength and way of life. While the fighting between, or will the fighting between them ever be allowed to end? Holy crap, this sounds like anime Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> this is actually kind of cool. Um, count me in for this one. Uh, this one just seems pretty interesting. You know, just lots of conflict and a romance that brews between conflict. Um, this, to me, just kind of sounds like it has a lot of potential. So, um, 
This one seems kind of interesting. So this is Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World. That interest you? Definitely write that one down. Check it. So next up we have X-Arm, which is going to be action, sci-fi, etchy, and saining. 2014, Akira Natsume seems to almost have a phobia of electrical devices while also being very good at diagnosing them. He resolves to change himself for the better and get a girlfriend like his older brother did. But then Akira suddenly dies in an accident. 16 years later, a special policewoman and her android partner retrieve and activate a highly advanced AI and super weapon called X-Arm and put it into full control of their ship as a last resort. Turns out the AI is actually just Akita's brain. I'm scratching my head over here. <laughs> this sounds kind of like a weird... Man, I don't even know what to think of this. This is going to be kind of interesting. Um, uh, just for the younger people listening, um, may not want to watch Edgy. Uh, so you may want to cross this one off, probably for a, def- uh, for a more mature audience. Um, but... Yeah, that's it's, it. Seems interesting. <laughs> Don't really know what to make of that, but hey, if that interests you, that is X Arm. Next up, we have Assault Lily Bouquet. This is action, magic, and fantasy. In the near future, humanity faces imminent destruction from a mysterious creature or from mysterious creatures known as Huge. Wow, what a name! The world wages war against the huge and develops the anti-weapon charm or counter-huge arms. By combining science and magic, charm works more effectively when used by teenage girls, and those who use the weapons are are revered as lilies. The lilies are trained at military academies called gardens, which also serve as bases to protect and advise people. This is a story about girls who aim to become Lily so that they can protect Earth. This looks like an anime that's just uh, cute girls fighting things. That's pretty much what this looks like. Um, So, yeah, if that interests you, this is Assault Lily Bouquet. Next, we have Akudama Drive, which is action and sci-fi. So, short synopsis is, long ago, a war broke out in Japan that pitted Kanto against Kansai and divided the country. Kansai became dependent on Kanto, but slowly the police and government began losing control of Kansai to criminals known as Akudama. So this doesn't seem all that interesting kind of sounds like crime you know gang wars kind of situation things i will tell you the thing that stands out to me about akudama drive and that is who is producing it and that would be studio periot and in case you don't know who studio periot is that that's the studio who did bleach naruto tokyo ghoul so they definitely have some really really good very popular series under their belt. So I'm going to be looking uh, further into, you know, where uh, where that one goes. I'll definitely be looking forward to, uh, to checking that out. Next up, we have Totobe Last Dungeon Menomura no Shonen ga Joben no Machi de Kurasu Yona Monogatari. That's a long name and... Uh, I don't see any alternative titles, so that just may be the giant name of the show. All right. 
Um, so Lloyd is a novice adventurer whose dream is to discover true strength. In the capital, he's always admired despite growing up with neighbors who always considered him weak. The story starts with him departing from his hometown, which just so happens to be located right next to one of the most dangerous dungeons in the world. Lloyd may think of himself as powerless, but when he goes to the city that serves as the starter town for adventurers, the difference between him and everyone else couldn't be starker. So literally just going off of what I'm reading right here, this kind of sounds like a video game style anime. Uh, just, oh, because I mean, Starter Town just throws it out there for my, my fellow game nerds out there. Um, he starts off weak, gets stronger, you know, kind of thing like that. Uh, so he's, his dream is to discover true strength. Eh, seems pretty cool. Um, it's definitely uh, interesting. Uh, I, I, this honestly... <laughs> um, seems like or sounds like a lot of similar shows uh so you know who knows what this is going to wind up like there's a lot of shows like this so i hope it just doesn't fall into the general trope of you know oh boy goes to boy goes to town boy gets stronger boy you know shows off to everyone else and everyone else admires boy i'm kind of tired of that one personally but maybe this one will mix it up a little bit who knows all right moving on we have 100 man no uh, inochi no yue ni ore wa tatiru. This is going to be action, game, drama, fantasy, and shonen. The alternative title or the English title is going to be I'm Standing on 100,000 Lives. Yotsuya Yusuke, along with his classmates Shindo Iu and Hakazoke Kusui, have been transported to a strange and unknown world inhabited by mythological creatures. As soon as they arrive, they meet somebody calling himself the Game Master, who then grants them a time-limited quest. To aid them in this quest, he also bestows Shindu and Hakozaki with the roles of magician and warrior, while Yotsuya is randomly granted the role of a farmer? Oh my goodness. This is how a hectic life, or this is now a hectic life. This is now, this is how a hectic life of adventuring begin for three students who now have no choice but to complete random quests for several phases in the fantasy world if they want to stay alive and protect the real world from demons and monsters they encounter. Forget what I said about the last anime, guys. This one is definitely a video game. <laughs> it's got a game master, and they literally have, like, starting roles. Um, this one kind of seems interesting. I'm kind of uh, curious to see how this is going to go. It sounds like it has a good comedy mix in there. Obviously, the guy's like, we have a magician and a warrior and the farmer. <laughs> like, what is that? Oh man, so this one seems kind of interesting. I'm probably going to check this one out just because I'm a gamer myself and I, I love to kind of see things go along with that, especially if they're good. We'll see if this one pans out. This is I'm Standing on 100 Lives. And lastly, for this episode, we have Kamitachi ni Hiro Wareta Otako. This one is a adventure, slice of life, and fantasy, and its English name is By the Grace of the Gods. 
Ryoma Takibayashi dies in his sleep at the age of 39 after leading a life of misfortune. Taking pity on him, three deities offer him the chance to reincarnate in a world of magic where he has only one mission, to be himself and enjoy life. Now, that sounds like a good mission. They bestow upon Ryoma powerful physical abilities as well as the affinity to master all elements and promise to watch over him. His new life as a young child officially starts when he is teleported into a forest. Three years go by, having spent most of his time researching slimes, Ryoma has managed to evolve unique kinds of slimes, training an army of them while developing his magical abilities. Although the young boy is happy with, uh, with his hermit existence and comfortable cave home, he is somewhat misses the company of humans. But after healing an injured member of a passing group of travelers from a duke's household, Ryoma is persuaded to go with them and exit the forest accompanied by his menagerie of slimes. A whole new world awaits him where his skills as a magic user and slime tamer continue to elicit surprise and admiration. <laughs> this... Uh, this one seems pretty cool. Um, you know, uh, it's definitely Isekai. Guy dies, is transported into New World, where basically the dude's got it made. Three deities tell him, hey, bro, your only mission is to enjoy life. How much better does it get? You know, he's got these physical abilities and has the ability to master all elements. And what does he do? He builds an army of slimes. Of course. Why not? <laughs> uh, this seems pretty cool, though. I'm probably going to wind up checking this one out, too. So if you're into this one and this sounds interesting to you, this is By the Grace of the Gods. Well, that's going to wrap up what we're doing this episode. I have part two coming, so stay tuned for that, where we're going to dive into a couple other shows that are coming out and debuting this fall, as well as bring up the returning anime, which, whoa, there's a good couple on that list. I am incredibly excited for. So look forward to the next episode. I hope you all have a day as awesome as you are. This is Kyle with Anime Vita Podcast signing out.